Psychic Dolphin Garage. You flash into a small room. A flickering TV in one side plays a slow, tilted melody of a, the opening credits of a reality show on TLC, formerly the Learning Channel. That's right, folks. What happens next on Magic of Love is only up to you. Vote at home for who you want sent home and who for you want to see in the winner's circle. The theme rises up and the man who is on the screen slowly sinks away as flashes of different individuals roll across the screen. Their information, intimate details of their background and likes and dislikes scroll through as a number flashes across the bottom for people to dial in. The three of you are in a basement. You, of course, are all contestants on this show. You watch yourself fly across the screen briefly, wondering, I wonder how many people will vote for me. But that's the least of your concerns right now. Before you are two individuals. First, there is the host. You've met him before a few times. Flynn Spector. He stands before you in a, frankly speaking, if it was any less tacky, it would be tacky. It's so over the top, it's wrapped around back to classy, blue, pastel, neon suit. A chill air floats around him as well. The other person you've met briefly, but you didn't really interact with much. Her name is Marguerite Trill. She's responsible for the entirety of making things work in this show. You don't really know why you've been called down to this basement, below the mansion, on the pocket dimension island in which everything is contained, this entire show operates. You don't know exactly what you've done wrong or right, but here you are. Flynn turns to you all. I've got good news and I've got bad news. Which do you want to hear first? Oh boy. Uh, typically, uh, we accept the bad news first so that we may be bolstered later by the good news. Too bad. I'm giving you the good news first because it's better content. The good news is you didn't do it. Great. All I right. feel validated. That's good. Oh I, man, I, I, I was really feeling like I did know that I did it. I really wanted to feel that, you know? The bad news is he's dead. I changed my mind. I did not want to do that. I am very sorry to whoever is dead. I feel like Strombo's admission there, we need to loop back around to that at the very beginning. Um, I feel like that's very clippable to, to include in something. I'm sure that won't be used against you later. Speaking of, why don't we go ahead and introduce your three characters? Hey, what's up, Magical Love? It's your boy Strombo, and I'm here to shake things up. I'm the human equivalent of 25, and I come from the mean streets of Las Vegas, Nevada, baby. During the day, I'm a construction worker, but by night, I'm an exotic dancer because TLC won't let us say stripper. I'm one of Vegas's best entertainers, or at least that's what your mom told me. Uh, I love to get up on stage and show off what the maker blessed me with. These people don't know what's coming for them because I may be small, but I can get pretty angry. So don't try. I think I'm going to win because look at me. Who could resist this? <laughs> Describe Strombo for uh, any listeners that might be uh, here. Or, any, or for the blind. Yeah, <laughs> or for the blind. Uh, yeah, he's a fairy. He's two and a half feet tall, but uh, he's just really buff. Got a got a big bushy, not big bushy beard, just a short one that straight women would be into. So not like super long, um, just trimmed body hair. So like a little tiny bit is there. Again, I don't understand heteros who do that, I, I, but it's bright orange to go against his very uh, dark blue skin. Um, and he's got a really tacky bear tattoo that's uh, visible under the, the tiny chest hair. Um, and he's a, he's a barbarian. Um, so he's carrying around his... Uh, um, well, I don't know. I don't know if the island allows us to carry around his uh, his warhammer, which is definitely what he uses uh, when he uh, does construction work. Oh, and he's just wearing a, a swim brief, like a speedo, and it's super tight. And that's all he's been wearing this entire time. And it's been very annoying to everyone. <laughs> awesome. All right, let's hear now from Mortimer. 
Hello, my name uh, is Mortimer Bashford. Mortimer is a seven-foot-tall warforged. Uh, Mortimer is dressed very casually in Adidas sweatpants and a uh, some generic uh, t-shirt with a, a popular logo on the front. Um, uh, you may know me as uh, as the cordial construct from your Twitch uh, Twitch front page, and uh, you know instead of being known as the the bashful bot, uh, I I decided to to join this show and and show you what is truly in my heart. That's very sweet, very wonderful, too wholesome. Last, let's hear from Benefere. Uh, the the name is actually uh, Benefere, but. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm known in some places as the hero of the forest of feelings, or as the scourge of Carolot by others. But I fought mightily in the kingdom of caring civil war when the Care Bears and our cousins the, were corrupted by Grizzle, and they became servants of the No Heart Wizard. As a Care Bear, I stand at normal height, eight feet, weigh a measly 990 pounds. And I'm around 35 years old. I have white skin, brown eyes, but blue fur covering me. After several years of war in my kingdom, I look forward to this opportunity to try to expand the caring meter in all these great lands and see what aspects of caring, and in fact, magic of love, might be in store for me. Very, very good. <laughs> All of your confessionals are getting cut. All of them. They're just like, like, it was a cold day today. <laughs> not cold. The not the weather. My heart. Just yeah, they're doing great. The poor producer. There's just like, so did you like hi to anyone? Yeah. So who are you into though? Like, let's dish. <laughs> <laughs> as the three of you know but as any new people tuning in may not uh, magic of love is a magical dating show set in a pocket dimension in a fantasy mansion island sort of paradise the central conceit of the show is that all of you are competing for the affection of one very rich micro celebrity specifically ibrahim fox the third son of a minor prince of a country whose primary exports are magical energy reserves and spare princes. He's also a brand ambassador for a line of magical supplements and a face mask that makes you poop better. <laughs> Everybody on Magic of Love is some form of a niche internet micro-celebrity. They're either famous in some sort of field, they've gone viral on any social media or maybe even a couple of activists such as for some reason a care bear who survived the last care bear war all of you can go after this one fox but also are encouraged to intermingle and leave on your own if you found your one true hookup as we know magic can be love and there's always magic to be found uh the three of you have been called down and you've been delivered some good news and some bad news Flynn speaks to you again. Yep, you didn't do it, but he's definitely, definitely dead. Ah, uh, yeah, and somebody definitely did it. Marguerite says, turns to him in, in her floating chair. She's sitting in a chair that you would call a rolly chair, except it doesn't have any wheels. Instead, it kind of floats off the ground with some magnets. You idiot, she turns. Marguerite is short, even by halfling standards, but her presence is intimidating. She has a, a tall mental stature, so to speak. The entire show runs off of her magical technology, and without it, you wouldn't be able to have any of these confessionals, the uh, scantilous shots off the balcony in the ocean, the pool shots, the uh, decadent food, camp photography, all of it. You idiot, Flynn. She turns to you. Last night, there was an outage. Some sort of surge, both magical and technological. Everything went down except for the three places we had black boxed cameras. Luckily, you three happened to be in some of those locations. Strombo, I don't know why you were crying while eating ice cream in the showers, but good for you. Whatever it was, I hope you got it out. It was... It was I was... 
cheating on my cheat meal. You can't tell anyone though. Are the the cameras on? No. The cameras in the shower are always on. They're black boxed, uh, which you now know. Uh, Mortimer, um, it was an interesting choice for you to enter into the the sim uh, and try to simulate a garden, but you were there, and luckily that is also black boxed. I I raise my hand. Yes, you, you can go ahead. Did I did did we miss something? I thought that the schedule was rather clear, but I feel that I may have missed something. What was it? What was it that we were supposed to do? You weren't supposed to kill anybody, but everyone else had gone to bed as it was bedtime. But you were hanging out in a simulated garden. But that's lucky for you because that means we have proof you didn't do it. Perfect. I hope you enjoyed the garden that I made then because, yeah, I did spend all night doing that. It's curious that you chose to do gardening in a simulated garden, but I'm not one to judge. I do, is that not how you take care of your simulated garden at home? If my, if my simulated garden is just a perfect garden with no weeds, no pests or anything else. You simulated weeds that you pulled yourself and pests that you didn't kill, but carefully moved in jars around it was deeply strange i i i don't want to upset the simulation by uh, imbalancing the ecosystem it has feelings i mean it, the simulation's name is is charles she looks at that she looks at a computer she looks at a screen she writes down on a note note to self simulation may be becoming self-aware she puts her clipboard aside <laughs> And finally, you, Ben, I'm going to call you. Thank you. Yeah. Why did you go outside and sit longingly on the front step looking at the stars? Because sometimes in the absence of sound and in the silence of the night, you can witness a memory of a past and a hope for a better future. She just sits there for a second. I glossed out of that about halfway through your sentence. Either way, you got caught on the front door cam. Luckily for the three of you, we know you didn't do it because of that. Strombo, if you want the good ice cream, it's farther in the back of the freezer. I don't know what you're talking about, but I will remember that. So, you are... potentially not innocent, but you're certainly not guilty of the actual act. As I said, and as Flynn alluded to, there was a murder last night. Specifically, Ibrahim Fox is dead. Flynn starts winding up, and he's got these sort of large hand motions. He's just sticking in. Dead as a doornail! Dead as a bag of rocks! Dead as... Marguerite throws her clipboard at him. He's dead. That's the point. Yes. He's dead. Go ahead, Strombo. Uh, Abraham, uh, he's scratching his head, um, kind of like uh, mugging at where he believes a camera is. Uh, isn't that that guy that we were supposed to be fucking? <clears throat> yes. In your incredibly simplistic view, if you want to reduce it down to that, yes, he's the person who this entire show is centered around. Um, so is the is there still a show going on? Well, yes, actually, very much so. Um, because unfortunately, we're stuck here. I don't understand. <laughs> this pocket dimension. The key for it is missing. And the only one who could dismiss it summarily would be Ibrahim Fox, who you may notice is, say it with me, dead. dead. Unalived. Unalived, yes. Actually, that's a more accurate statement to be made. Would Hmm. it be possible to try and bring Mr. Fox back? There is potentially a way. But it would require knowing who did it. Understood. So if we want to try 
to bring back our potential true love, we have to go through the list of suspects by any means necessary. True, true love. Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, that sounds accurate. Understood. Um, yeah, the reason you should do this is because your true love has been taken from you. Not because we're trapped in a pocket dimension owned by a relatively powerful man whose son was just turned into a bag of ashes. But the power of love is stronger than anything else. So by using that, we can try to escape out of here by bringing him back. Uh, Marguerite swivels her chair, puts her head in her hand and, and sighs and she turns and says, yes, yes, you've got it in one. She turns to the other two of you. I don't care what your motivations are. Fuck him. Marry him. Just get... The show has to go on. And the ratings can't afford us to slow down, so to speak. So we're pretending that he has just gone off on one of his mystery days. And we're doing a few days in a row of shooting with just the contestants. We're spinning this as a sort of let them build their alliances sort of way. Find out some, you know, scandalous secrets. All right. Does that mean I get more confessional time? You know the audience loves my confessionals. In a certain sense, this will all be confessional time. Hell yeah. Let's do this. He holds up his tiny little hand for some high fives for these eight feet tall friends of his. Yeah, I was he, about to say, he, could, could my fought... paw like just gently touch the, the no, tiny he, fairy hands? Yeah, I, I fly up a little bit, so I'm a little bit more eye to eye with you all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 a little a little smaller hand comes out of my hand. Give you a little high five. I get really angry at this and I just smack really hard. Perfect. I'm appreciative yeah. that in this time that was a competition for true love, that instead a bond of allyship and friendship can be forged as a result of this. This is truly an honor. Hell yeah! Three amigos! So, there is something you should know. Uh, and Flynn starts talking, actually. So, uh, when we put together this here show, Rooney, uh, with a few exceptions, basically everyone on this show has a reason to hate Mr. Fox. It was the whole gig. It was the whole shenanigan. It was the whole bit, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Our casting director specifically looked for niche micro-celebrities who could, the twist would be, right after they fell in love with Mr. Fox, it would be revealed that there was a reason that this was a love that was forbidden, forbidden. Oh, it would have been spicy. It would have been hot. It would have sold my show, my sequels. I would have gotten a season two for sure. I, I'm sorry. I'm picturing like a mix of like Carson Daly and like 90s James Woods. Like very like merged together here. So That's pretty accurate, actually. <laughs> Just cracking up here. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Um. He's like he's also kind of halfway. It's like every time he does something, he kind of cocks one shoulder back and one shoulder forward. So if you interrupt him at any point, he's just stuck in that pose for a moment. Very very business suit. I love it. Hitting the sharp angles. <clears throat> but and Marguerite times and but after this the the we don't have access to the personnel files until after episode five, so we have no idea what everyone's motivations would be to harm Mr. Fox. We don't know if they were working solo or whoever ever did it worked in a partnership. We do know, however, it is one of the nine other contestants or more. Could be all nine of them. We'd have a much larger problem then, but it's at least one of them. It's not the three of you because, as we said before, um, Ben, you were out on a porch staring at the stars and what is can only be described as like a horrific... Um, sort of post-traumatic stress. You should go to therapy. Uh, Strombo, you were crying over some ice cream. Again, peanut butter deluxe? I don't know what you're talking about, man. Peanut butter deluxe. 
I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, commit to it. <laughs> Peanuts are high in ho- are high in protein. And Mortimer, you were weeding a garden that you had to specify had weeds ahead of time. I, you know, I, I really think that, uh, you know, the mansion could use like, you know, an, an extra garden outside, but I wasn't sure if I was allowed to, to, you know, make one there. I'll tell you what, if you can solve this before we have to do any dramatic reveals of Mr. Fox being dead, um, I'll let you build a garden outside. You can build whatever the fuck you want. Imperfections are oftentimes the things that will make things wonderful. When Grizzle was attempting to create a genetically purified bear that would serve the no-heart wizard, it was the realization that the idiosyncrasies of the other Care Bear cousins that disrupted the code were the things that ultimately brought about their downfall. So even the differences, beautiful though they may be, can be used for good. Weeds have a purpose, Mortimer. Thank you for showing me that and reminding me of that. I'm I'm so happy that someone is on my side with this. I don't know what you nerds are talking about. Perfection is perfection. Look at this. And he does a double biceps flex. Ooh, now do the abs. He he's been doing that. <laughs> no, I agree with Mortimer. Now do the abs. You're clearly not flexing. Do flex now. Show the muscle. Now you just like do the thing where you pull even, them down and then pull yeah. them back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Flex oh, is even harder. Yeah. So, you have three days, at most, before all of this gets a little dicey. That's when our next shipment of, uh, of magic crystals from the outside comes in. We need the key back by then. You can find out however you want to find out, but we can't disrupt the show. It's rolling. It's live streaming. You're in one of the only places it's not right here. Oh man, you may have been flexing just for you, nerds. That's all right. We'll keep uh, it for we'll keep it for post. J- just so that within um we the the players know what what room are we currently in that is the blind Absolutely. spot? Absolutely. So if you look at the uh, floor plan that I gave you, yes, uh, you are in basement two. You are outside of the Panopticon in okay. Marguerite's room or outside of Marguerite's room. So she. She monitors everything from within the Panopticon, and you're in the area outside of it. Love that you did not mince words with that. It is the Panopticon. <laughs> <laughs> There's a storage space where all of the uh, Mortimer, you might be interested, but there are automatons in there. Uh, they're it, not Warforged. They're they are true automatons, though. Yeah, I, 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 I'm sure they would have run into some of them. Yes, and I have names for all of them now. I'm glad. Uh, Marguerite's room is off to one side uh, and then the way to get through here is through a secret door through an empty room. However, once you're here there's a special thing that you can access now, which is the elevator. So you may notice there are no elevator spots in any of the other floors. Their elevator is a magical construct. It's actually more of a teleporter. But it'll bring you to any floor you want to. And you're all going to be given a key. You can get back into it by opening any door with that key. Mm, okay. Thank you. Uh, so I, all of our characters now have a key uh, to, to ride said magic elevator. Yeah, teleporter. It, it, it's a swipe key. You can, okay. you, you, if you swipe into any door, uh, it'll open into that elevator. Got it. Okay, perfect. And the, and the elevator shows up on the main stairs of any floor. Magic elevator. Let's Got go. It. Let's go. <clears throat> Strombo pulls his speed out a little bit and puts his key in there. I ain't got pockets. I could have given you a fanny pack if you wanted. It also it had a lanyard. Well. Okay. Yeah. Too late. It's already there. <laughs> cool. God. Why? Why I'm, was it I'm, the three of you? I'm, I'm just picturing <laughs> Strombo just, you know, doing the party boy dance, like hip thrust to try and swipe the key. <laughs> this is exactly what he's going to be doing. Unless he's, or he'll put it in his ass cheeks and do that. <laughs> Strombo, definitely the breakout character. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Uh, my cards come out of my arm, like I have a little wallet, and the cards just like like zzz, like zip up and down. I just put it in there, and it gets sucked inside. The moment you do that, Marguerite looks very interested. You, when we're done. I'm going to study you. Uh, please follow me at, at Mortbash on Twitch instead, uh, where you can subscribe to me. She presses three buttons on her keyboard. Done. Now, Thank you. Now, Mortimer, I was very confused by the concept of Twitch because I was informed by Lorana that Twitch is run by leftist cucks who hate freedom. Are you a leftist cuck who hates freedom? Uh, you were probably I, informed that by Corrigan, by the way. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was going. I, I, I met. I, yeah, it was probably Corrigan, whose name I will fix. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel like it would be easier to win the heart of the prince than it would be to explain why Twitch is not owned by leftist cucks. I don't know who it's owned by, but I got kicked off of Twitch because uh, apparently you're not supposed to be swimming in kiddie pools covered in applesauce. I don't know. I don't know how you got kicked off of Twitch for that because, I mean, the kiddie pool seems fine and the applesauce seems fine individually. I did pull out my dick a couple times. Ah, ah, ah. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I mean, uh, I turned around, but, like, I guess you could still see it. I don't know. It could have been the mirror, the the room sized mirror that I have on the other side of my room. <laughs> I don't know, man. It seems a little unfair to me. Lifetime ban, like, come on. I, you know, you know, I, I, I think I, I, I would almost prefer to be studied than to have to go back in front of the camera every day, uh, some sometimes. So you know, I appreciate, I appreciate that. I appreciate that we've been given the opportunity to find love. I don't appreciate that we now have to spend the love time finding murderers. Sad to hear you know, that you don't want to be in front of the camera that often. <laughs> you know, they they pay a pretty nice price for uh, inter-species, if you know what I mean. And he gives you a good wink. <clears throat> I... I... <laughs> This is awkward for all of us. Um, and so Flynn chimes in, all right, it's going to be wake up soon. You got to be getting back upstairs. You know, I'm going to roll in just a little bit soon. I'm going to tell everybody where they're headed for today's challenges. You want to split up? You want to work together? I don't care. I have to keep up appearances. <laughs> Uh, Flynn exists in a certain hell of his own creation. <laughs> it's just a delight. Uh, okay. This man's brain is broken. Okay, uh, yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, okay, do we want to stick together or do you, you want to try and, you know, try and get introduced to all of our characters? Why don't, why don't we send you up to roll call first and then you can break up on your own time? Marguerite also hands you three uh, earbuds, basically. I'll give you these two. You can use them as communicators. They will work pseudo-telepathically. You, you have to say the person you want to send the thought to, but it works as the spouse sending. But you can transcribe it in your brain. Do I have to eat it? No, no. It goes in your ear. He's putting it in his Oh, <laughs> no. Okay. No. Does this mean uh, I can get the password to the Wi-Fi now? You don't have the... Which Oh, Wi-Fi? you don't have the password for the Wi-Fi? That, see, that's Benavir is just me. pushing the earbud in until <laughs> so, he feels something on the so, inside again. Benavir, <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, as soon as you get in deep enough, uh, it... It splinters into pieces and uh, turns into a, like an ickery substance that coats the inside of your ear lining. Ah, oh, nasty. Oh, at least it's not a bug that we had to put in our ears. Like that one movie? That, that you know, the movie? <laughs> yeah, that one movie. The, with the bug, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It goes in the yeah. ears, yeah. It goes in the right in the ears. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Strombo puts it in his ear. It, it, it does the same thing. Oh, sick. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. and 
<laughs> you get the Wi-Fi passwords. <laughs> I get the Wi-Fi to that one network that like I can I can hear it all the time. I can hear that it's transmitting, but I don't know what it's called. Right, exactly. Perfect. Jennifer. <laughs> uh, it's actually That's called My Wi Fi Left Me. Oh. <laughs> Damn. It's Marguerite's uh, personal uh, Wi Fi network. <laughs> this is a very sad show. Yeah. I, okay. So I, uh, I'm Ben. Um, yeah. Ben, Ben's just going to go to wherever roll call is and just kind of stand and wait. Uh, Strombo's gonna Strombo's gonna go there too. Um, then, but instead of standing and waiting, he's going to be doing like really obnoxious push-ups. Cool. Like he's, gonna, like he's gonna put like a couch on his back or something. So roll call is in the common room on the first floor. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Yeah, so um, I'll, I'll just be standing and you know just right by the stairs essentially. Uh, Ben, Benever, roll me a luck check. It's just a raw d20. We're going to see if anyone's waiting there while you, when you get up there. 11. 11. There is, there are two people there already. So, up there are Felonius. Felonius, you've met before, but he's a skeletal legend of a bygone blues scene that's been lingering in the waters of the Hudson River for the last couple decades, decades until an urban renewal project dredged him up. Now the jazz era's most eligible bachelor skeletal musician is back on the scene, ready to strike it big. Uh, Felonius is a like river mud, water flowing still drenched skeleton uh, in a cheap suit that's only gotten cheaper with age. And yet he pulls it off. You don't understand how he pulls it off, but there, there's a music to every one of his steps. He jingles a little as he, as he walks. <laughs> Uh, and the other person that there is there is Clay Traeger. This rough-and-tumble outlaw once ran with a biker gang called the Dracos until he went solo to chase his dream of opening up a small bakery in the town they film Hallmark movies in. He's rough <laughs> on the outside and breeds clouds of poison, but he's got a heart of gold and a keen understanding of scones. Uh, Clay Traeger is a dragonborn with a black dragonborn with wings on his back uh, in full biker's leather and a white uh, tank top. Perfect. Uh, can, can I interact with him at this time? Or uh, I, yep. I guess also Strombo is right there with me as well. Yeah, Felonius is actually uh, stro- like he sprawls himself on the couch as Strombo does the push-ups. Uh-huh. All right. And uh, it's, it's not Mortimer, that much where weight. are you at the moment? Uh, if it's pre-roll call, um, uh, I assume this is also uh, pre-breakfast. I'm going to go hang out with uh, Snickle Fritz and Napoleon, the breakfast uh, droids. They uh, <laughs> roll roll a roll a um roll a perception check. Yeah, I'm gonna roll very high for the first ten rolls, and then everything after that's gonna be a four. Uh, that is for perception a twenty, non natural. You know it deep in your core. They are appreciative of your company, and they even though you don't eat standard food you can, i guess you probably can they make an a special effort to make your breakfast awesome hell yeah i sit and beep and buzz at them they uh, beep and buzz right back we we beep and buzz about all the spicy things that the droids get into during their days all right uh so who do you who do you, the two of you want to interact with oh um <clears throat> okay I'm going to just address the group in general uh, because I'm going to think that I'm trying to like be very subtle about something. <clears throat> Felonius Clay, I learned of a new game from Strombo. It's a game that tells the nature of someone's soul. It is ah, called... ne- it's never ever ever. It's actually called Fuck Mary Kill. Oh, Felonia <laughs> says, fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> and I want you to pick any two contestants, but then also pick Imprim Fox. And tell me who you would fuck, who you would marry, who you would kill. All right, says Felonius. Well, I'd probably fuck Walker Price. He's a nice little type man, but I think he's kind of sly and handsome. Um, I'd probably kill Corrigan. 
He tried to hide my bones. He said that I was listening in for the commies. He accused me of being a spy for the Soviets. And I'd probably marry Ibrahim Fox because he's goddamn rich. And all my bones could use a warm bath. Thank you, Felonius. I appreciate your message. It is so nice to know that you're so open about your motivations. Thank you. Look, I'm a musician and I do great work all the time. I'm a, I have such wonderful words to share with the world. My songs are chart toppers. I love it. But I can't eat on bones and music alone. I understand. Man, do you need to eat at all? I eat in a more and more metaphorical sense of the word. It's a wonderful time. I don't think I understand. I eat soul, but not souls, but soul food. You know, when I came to Harlem, I was an outsider. I was born in Nantucket, Rhode Island. He pushes the, the next push is so hard that the that the uh, that the couch jumps up off his back. A little oh bit. God! <laughs> the bones clatter into a pile, but then reassemble into plumies. At first, they called me a gentrifier. They said I was stealing the soul of the people around me by being a culture vulture. But then they saw what I saw, which is I'm a star. I heard that word gentrify before. They were talking about that about the last place that I worked at. Um, I don't know what it means, but, you know, uh, the club that I worked at did replace a children's hospital. So it's a win-win for everyone, I think. No one wants to be around dead kids. Exactly. Nobody wants to be around dead kids. And frankly speaking, you know, they probably closed it because it was out of kids. I I agree. In in the land of Carolot, once we eradicated a children's hospital in the Civil War, and we were also convicted of gentrified. I think that was the word. <laughs> oh, my God. Probably something like that. Clay turns to you and he says, Fuck, Mary kill. I wouldn't want to just fuck anybody. You got to get to know somebody first. I mean, I mean, of course, I fuck plenty of people. I'm, I'm a, I'm a real stone cold hookup king. Clay kind of re, re, uh, realigns himself. Uh, I mean, I'm a stone cold hookup king. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd, uh, fuck. I'd fuck. Uh, I'd fuck. Can we come back to Trumbo. that one? Can we come back Trumbo to that winks. one? Yeah, I'd fuck yeah, Strombo. I'd, I'd fuck. I'd, he looks a little nervous all of a sudden. I'd fuck Mortimer. All right. <laughs> He's hyperventilating. <laughs> I'd fuck murderer. I'd I'd marry. I'd marry. Um. I'd marry. Uh. I'd marry you, Stra. I'd marry you, Ben. And I. I, I, I start to I, tense up because that means that he would kill Embreen Fox. Actually, no. I don't want to kill anybody. I, I mean, I'd kill. I'd, I'd marry Ibram Fox, and I'd probably kill Anya. And then from behind him, you you hear, what did you say? As Anya Martovich walks out of the room. What is this about killing me? Anya Martovich strikes as a imposing figure. This fashionista is an associate editor at one of the hottest magazines in the magical world. Rumors are that she made Anna Wintour cry at a public gala. Her exes include pop stars and even a lesser Kennedy. Watch out, she's got ears in the wind. <laughs> it's nice to know one of her exes is the real JFK Jr. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she kind of glides across. <laughs> she kind of does a strut walk, but she almost glides across the floor. Uh, what is that you say about killing me? We're doing the normal contest of discussion who we would fuck, who we would marry, and who we would kill. I'm trying to find out if you would fuck, marry, or kill Imbream Fox. Oh, I'd probably marry him for the money. Homeboy does have a lot of money. That's but I, I, I'd also fuck him. I'm told he's very good in bed. Um, I tend not to kill people I fuck, so he's probably safe from that. If you're wanting to marry him for the money, Felonius is also wanting to marry him for the Th money. Then I'll kill Felonius. Easy. Thank <laughs> you. That answers my question. 
Well, and who's the third person that I have to fuck or want to fuck? Up to you. Well, then I'll fuck Strombo. <laughs> Hell yeah. Actually, no, you're annoying. I'll fuck Mortimer. Oh man. <laughs> Mortimer having absolute pull. <laughs> Fucking W Riz in the kitchen, just beeping at droids. <laughs> Actually, can I take it all back? I'd like to kill Corrigan. <laughs> Why? What'd that guy do? Yeah, what the fuck did I do? Uh, says Corrigan. Uh, a a well dressed if a little bit sweaty dwarf walks in through one of the doors. This tech guru, internet entrepreneur, holds several honorary doctorates and patents. He's a pioneer in the field of digital psychomancy has managed to manifest a tier four psychedelic warrior he minted off the blockchain. He also has strong opinions on free speech. <laughs> I'm you sure lib- he does. What are you libs talking about in here? Oh, I haven't had this bad hangover since January 7th. <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Uh, we were talking about who we would fuck, who we would marry, and who we would kill. Corrigan, you've made the list of who people want to kill twice. Yeah, because so they're fucking, they're commies. They're, they're libs. They're, they don't understand what a real man's like. Who would you kill? Lorana. That should be reassuring. It gives you both something in common with each other. You both want to kill each other. Just like her and Felonius want to no, both that, marry him for the money. That's Anya, by the way. Oh, goddammit. I, <laughs> we'll I mean, I, 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 I'd, kill, I'd kill Anya, too, honestly. I don't know. I'd probably fuck um, Summer's a fucking hippie. Can't fuck her. Solana? Oh, she's some sort of... She's from one of the brown countries. Oh, canceled. <laughs> Sound I mean, of I mean, dishes like, dropping. <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean it like that. I mean like brown in terms of like brown outs. Yeah. Strombo gets up and starts flexing, hoping that someone says that they'll fuck him. <laughs> uh, I couldn't fuck Strombo. That would make me some sort of queer. Man. The, the goal of this game That's... is to marry Embreem Fox, is it yeah. not? I, I, I mean, sure, sure, sure. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm to I experience true love and everlasting joy with the one who we were meant to be with for the rest of our lives. I just want him to. I want him to finance my my new startup. Oh man, I. Yeah, but you can't be like you can't be homophobic. I mean, well, no. I mean, every I, hole's I, a goal. So that's really actually. Yeah, it's a real alpha thing of you to say. Actually, yeah, like that's a that's a that's a real Rivellino of you, um, and I, yeah, I mean, obviously, like I swing both ways, but I don't want to be a queer. I don't know, man. That sounds kind of mean. So when you use that, when you use that pejorative, you're referring to it in a 1950s white shirt with a rolled up uh, carton of cigarettes in the sleeve kind of way. I would assume. Look, do I sleep with men? Yes. Do I call them slurs after they leave my bed? Yes. Do you also I'm... call the women who leave your bed slurs? I haven't had one of those in a while, but yeah, probably. <laughs> I would, well, I mean, yeah, I'm slaying pussy. <laughs> that is something both you and Clay have in common. Having right, Clay, not Clay, fucked a woman. Clay, Clay speaks up. Please don't lay me in the same boat as Corrigan. <laughs> He's like on the verge of tears. Don't, 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 not the same. I'm just shy. I mean, I'm a tough guy. <laughs> he, he runs off crying. <laughs> Pussy. I think I think Strabo likes Clay. He thinks he's cute. That's adorable. Uh. <laughs> A little bit less perfectly timed, but Lorana Vale does walk in. Uh, she's an elf. She's very, like, well-dressed. She's a journalist and terminally online on the Bird app. She's broken and bro- uh, she's dated and broken the heart of both a Kardashian cousin and a Hemsworth. No relation. She knows every Disney movie and every major musical, and yes, she does want you to ask about it. Please no. Please no. Oh, my God. I'm sure that... Uh... I'm sure that Corrigan has said something offensive again. 
Uh, he likely has. He's talked about how he does not have sex with women anymore. I didn't say that. I, I didn't. I don't. 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 Don't quote me out of con. Don't quote me out of context. He also said that he would kill you. What? She turns. Yeah, he was really quick on saying that he was going to kill you. I I misremembered you, and he clarified, and then re-specified that he would also kill you. So Corrigan is so flustered, uh, he slips out of his fake Texas accent. He recently moved to Austin, Texas oh, to be amongst the free speech community. And he slips into his traditional California drawl. Whoa! Whoa! I didn't mean it! I didn't mean it! The way they were playing, fuck, Mary kill! I mean, I mean, they were playing, fuck, Mary And he just starts coughing up a lung as his vape pen falls out of his pocket. <laughs> Lorana straightens up and, and uh, in a very prim action, in a pretty prim moment, she says, "So, what's what's the game you were playing?" It is a fuck. game Strombo introduced me to called "Fuck Mary Kill." That, that checks out that Strombo would be the one to introduce you to it. And uh-huh. Strombo, He's... you know, you're a very bad influence on Ben. I was just trying to teach him some fun games. It is much better than pick which one lives which was a traditional game that my people played. See, I'm just softening the guy up. He's, he's too hard on himself. It adds options to the possibilities of what you could do to the people. Well, then I'd, um, I'd probably, I'd, uh, I'd fuck you, Ben. I'd marry, I'd marry Summer and I'd kill Corrigan. Strombo like just <laughs> shakes his head. He's like, <laughs> you know what, man? No, it's fine. It's cool. Getting very close to rage, but he's like, it's it's cool. I'm just gonna. He finds something like above his head and starts doing pull ups. <laughs> I'm now picturing Strombo not having actually any pull, but because he can fly, the little like, fairy pull ups, it's imaginary. <laughs> I'm not just flying everyone, I'm really pulling myself up. This is 150 pounds of pure beef. I uh, walk into the I walk into the room with like a little plate of like biscuits. Mortimer, like it is so good you arrived. Three people said they would marry or fuck you. Oh, biscuits. And uh, a man walks in off the side in a really expensive suit. Uh, the, the ground seems to almost trickle with energy as he walks. Ooh. Kevin Milton has come in. He's a ruthless lawyer for the stars. He's tallied over 10 appearances on major news networks and guest star- starred in an episode of the hit TV show Entourage 2. This time it's about Turtle. He's got six season tickets to the Clippers, and he won't stop talking about it. He's the bad boy of New Hollywood. I do like biscuits. Can I get one of those, Mortimer? Uh, uh, these are for everybody, so yes. Thank you. He leans in real close to Mortimer and grabs one. I, 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 like, I don't register it as being in my personal space, but I do register his, his nice cologne. It is good cologne, yeah. It's uh, it's called Devil's Advocate. If you were wondering, I uh, I like kind of tilt my head back to like to like sniff a little bit better, like lean in a little bit, um, um, kind of kind of like put my hand on his shoulder and like 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 uh, really really bask in it for like a second, like oh that that's that's a very interesting uh blend. I do uh, I do appreciate it. Sulfur and juniper berries, sulfur and juniper berries. Every smell is good to me. <laughs> What smells like farts? <laughs> he flies down a little bit, takes a quarter, no, an eighth of a biscuit. It's like, this is all I can have for this morning. What smells like farts? Strombo, good to see you again. Have any uh, lawsuits about handsy patrons or uh, performance enhancing drugs recently? <clears throat> now that shit's legal in Vegas. Ah, yes, of course. And uh, when the uh, manufacturers of Magical Viagra have a uh, class action lawsuit against them, I'd be happy to represent you. I don't know what that means, but all right. You're, uh, you're almost too stupid to insult. That's admirable. 
Strombo is a very admirable man. Solana was explaining to me how representation matters. So thank you, Kevin, for deciding to represent Strombo. That's important. You are a good man. No, let's not get ahead of ourselves here, Ben. Uh, I'm not a good man, but I appreciate the fact that you're easily fooled. It's an it's an it's also a wonderful character trait. Oh yeah, Bad Boys Club. Am I right? Yeah, Strombo, you're right. Wow, everybody's in such good moods this morning. <laughs> you go around the circle handing out biscuits. A new person walks in and says, that's not what I meant when I said representation, Ben. Uh, Solana Ahim walks in. She's been voted Teen Vogue's most epic activist of 2021. <laughs> she once said reality TV is where imagination goes to die, and she's only here to bring light to the plight of the Earth Genasi. She also said she also had to be restrained after punching Jimmy Fallon on live TV once. Watch out. She will call you on your bullshit. Uh, Solana also glides in, but in a very different way than Anya did. Rather that the ground itself seems to like move her almost. Mm. That's not exactly what I meant when I talked about representation, but I appreciate that you're trying, Ben. It shows a lot of initiative. I, I really do want to try to make sure that everyone here understands that it's possible to care for each other because if the caring meter goes down then the care bears will have to make sure that the caring meter stays up that sounds very ominous the way you put it but um i respect the fact that you too carry the hopes and dreams of your people with you i i i just you know shuffle slightly off to try and follow the biscuits because I'm still very embarrassed about getting the word wrong. <laughs> What's going on in here? Uh, Summer kind of wanders in. Uh, Summer Gardine Jones is the child of the Valley's wealthiest environmental activists. This flower child has been the face of Pepsi's new green rebrand. They're a dynamo on social media and have been linked to several water rights groups for photo ops and signal boosting. <laughs> Mortimer... Lovely to see you. Oh, good morning, Miss Summer. Would you care for a biscuit this morning? I'd love a Are they vegan? I have the vegan biscuit specifically right here for you because, of course, the island knows your dietary requirements perfectly. There's that's no way that it could forget them. That's awful sweet of you. You're a real sweetheart. Far out. Uh, it's really SQL that runs my heart, um, but but thank you. I well, I could just imagine Strombo in a confessional, just be like, "Why does everyone want to fuck this nerd <laughs> and not me?" Strombo's right here. <laughs> Strombo, it's it's great to see you too. You you left one of your thongs um in the shower. Yeah, it's for everyone to see. Why does it say if found? Twirl three times and call Strombo, Strombo, Strombo on it. Oh, it's part of the act. That's actually like that. It doesn't really work that way. I'm not really magical, you know. I mean, I, I know like in large reduce, but that's about it. But you know, I, I fling him out to you know some forty year old mom, and she she does that, and I pop right there, baby. That's too bad because I tried doing that inside of a Venus flytrap, and you didn't show up. Anyways, is there is a Venus like flytrap here? Is the, oh, I, I, I thought was that another contestant? I don't remember everyone's names. <laughs> she, she she holds some. She pulls some dirt out of her pocket, and a, a small flower grows. No, I screw it myself. Oh, oh, sick. Can you also grow weeds, Summer? I uh, depends on what um, state we're in, um, but in, in a lot of them, it's decriminalized now. What about this one? Hashtag decriminalize and legalize. It's far past time. Hell yeah. And, and follow me at Mortbash. And follow him. Hashtag at follow him at Mortbash. Yeah. Um, uh, Strombo uh, sees Summer's little uh, little patch of dirt and grows a little, little weed flower and then hands it to her. Be like, huh? Huh? He knows Druidcraft too. 
That's pretty sweet of you. Huh? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And she uh she she takes it, she says, Thanks, Strombo. An oh. attempt was made. I know the type of girl you are. You like nugs and hugs. I do like nugs and hugs. Not from you. Moving on. <laughs> Dejected. Just this poor little man. Is it possible for fairy wings to droop? <laughs> Let's just uh, say they're not glistening as as brightly as they can. The final man walks in. I'm fuck you, Strombo. Don't worry about it. As oh, yeah. the, the tall, upright man himself, Walker Price, comes in. The only thing this angel boy loves more than square dancing is riding the Broncos and wrangling cattle at his family's multi-acre farm. Price, one of four brothers, and went off to the big city, Reed, Memphis, <laughs> to join the Rangers. Legal disclaimer, a private contractor group and YouTube channel. No connection to the actual uh, Texas Rangers. But I'll always be a country boy at heart. It's, uh, it's good to see you, Strombo. Nice seeing you too, Walker. Walker has a pair of, by the way, beautiful angelic wings on his back. He's in a white, like, t- like southern style suit, with a, like a periwinkle blue shirt. Uh, and immediately, he and Kevin just do not get along. Kevin, Bird Boy, it's good to see you. Uh, and all the contestants are now here. You have met all of them. Uh, Strombo gets in between Walker and Kevin. He's like, hey, I feel some tension here. Why don't I loosen things up? He starts dancing. Kevin leans in. The last time we did this didn't exactly go so well for you. Now did it, Strombo? I do not recall. Right, because you tried to roofie me and roofied yourself. <laughs> I, you know what? That I didn't happen know for that legal means. purposes. <laughs> I still don't know what that is. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Uh, all of a sudden, in a like in a flash, Flynn Th- Specter appears. Greetings! Good to see you all gathered for breakfast. His shoulders are rolling in overtime. We've got a great couple days for you. It's free day today, and then tomorrow's the challenge. After that, we'll have winner's circle and the banquet of honor, and then finally, somebody's getting voted off the island. Will our votes be counted? I I now understand what representation means. So I hope that one person equals one vote. Well, people can vote as many times as they want. As many times they've got phone numbers. Aren't we also, then worried that another election will get stolen? Corrigan was explaining that fear to me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what are these, bots? The bots on like, Twitter... The bird app, they and he, he kind of just burps. They got the Rick and Morty guy now, too. It's a conspiracy, it's all a conspiracy. I don't know, man. Strombo hasn't been voted off yet, so he's doing good. That's because there hasn't been a vote, says Flynn. <laughs> How long have you been on this island? <laughs> this is before the first vote. Strombo is just lost. All sense of time. <laughs> I don't think he ever... He's from Vegas. He doesn't really have one. Putting, a, putting another forget-me-not drink. A pill in your drink and swirling it. <laughs> he swears. He's like, these are roids. He knows these are roids. He's pretty sure. He's yeah, getting you, it wrong. Polls are important for community engagement. Would the mods like some biscuits? No! Says Flynn. But you got two you got two days before the winner's circle. You got the challenge tomorrow. Also today, there's a field trip in the simulator right before dinner. Be there or be square. And he turns to a camera. Everybody, you can vote at home. Make sure you're getting hashtag your favorite contestant up there too. You like Strombo? And an image of Strombo magically appears in the air like there, like flexing. You like Strombo? Hashtag Strombo. For some reason, a whole bunch of you really like Mortimer. I don't know why, but it's there. <laughs> Hashtag Mortimer. Hashtag Mortimer. Can we get that picture that's moving of me and my pecs are bouncing? They, yeah, sure. For $9.99, you can subscribe to the premium package and you can get gifts, downloadable videos, and interactive tours of all of your favorite stars 
favorite secrets. We'll see you tonight. He snaps his finger and he disappears in a puff of smoke. Like mm. Among Us. You try to not get voted out. Uh, any of you, by the way, can make a perception check. Uh, ooh, what? How bad is Strabo's perception? <laughs> That's not that bad. It's only a minus one. It's an 11. Uh, all you notice is that Kevin seems very bored. Okay. How about how about you, Strombo? Let's go for it. And you, Ben? Wild. Even with my minus one, that's a uh, fifteen. Yeah, you you notice that like a few people are kind of looking like a little confused out in the audience. Today was supposed to be a day that you were hanging out with Fox, but they didn't mention it. But nobody, he's not here. He usually is down here alongside uh, Flynn to introduce whenever there's a. A field trip day. I, for one, am very surprised that Fox is not here. I think something suspicious is afoot. Uh, Corrigan turns. Do you think they're trying to? Do you think they're trying to get new contestants? Uh, uh, like, dude, I, uh, uh, I can't do it if they get new contestants. We can still win if Mike Pence is courageous enough. <laughs> 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 um, actually, the presidential election has nothing to do with being voted on here because, like, it's like in Among Us, like you know, it's just it's just a, a self-contained game, and and your goal is to not get voted off. But I mean, I suppose you do vote for a president too. So if that's what you're relating it to, Amogus, 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 he says, "Yeah, I know Amogus. Yeah. You know, one of my NFT warriors is modeled off of Amogus, huh?" Oh my god, I hate this guy so much. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, anyone know what time we gotta go head out to our field trip? Because, you know, I gotta get my first of three workouts today done. Uh, better squeeze that in real quick. Da, says Anya. And she looks at her watch. It is on ske- it's on the schedule. Also, I'll be hitting the gym too. Alright. I can use a spotter. Sure. I'll dedicate my pinky. <laughs> I everyone's so mean to Strombo. <laughs> Walker walk, walk to Strombo. I can help you, Strombo. You you got me on them last squats. I'll help you with your sets. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, Miss right. Summer, Miss Summer, we could go work outside. Yeah. Cool. What's outside? Well, maybe we did. Can... She already smoked that flower. Yes, <laughs> she did. She she is very high. <laughs> I, I, I rolled her constitution save. Uh, she failed. <laughs> <laughs> I I would be interested to see your Venus flytrap. Yeah, I, I grow a couple in my bump. Strongo was incredibly gifted at Druidcraft. He had no idea. Man, I also uh, sometimes I uh, I like to grow flowers out on the balcony. I think they like to think about the stars. I like <laughs> to think about the stars too. That's why I like flowers. We think the same. Uh, Clay comes back in. What did, what did I miss? What what did I what 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 did I miss? Everybody, we are supposedly all linking up in pairs to perform an activity clay based on the way you seem to be i could lay on top of you as a form of giant weighted blanket if you feel like that would be soothing to you he pulls you aside <laughs> you you can do that you you, you do that <laughs> sometimes i just feel like i really need a hug and it's it's hard to ask for what a hug these days. Slight hugs really slight little glow brain. of my belly badge. Just <laughs> slightly. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's a real oddly, that's comforting. I don't know why, but it is. It is comforting, actually. Excellent. Also, I got into my felonious voice there for a second. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. The offer is available whenever you feel you might need it, Clay. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'd love a hug. Um, if you got if you got one in you, and whenever you're around, that would be um real comforting. I just immediately hug him. Oh God. We hug <laughs> in my people in the way that Disney princesses hug small children. 
All of a is- sudden, from nowhere, across the room, Lorana Vale just shows up. You said something about uh, Dis- Disney princess. <laughs> oh, no. what, what, who's your Who's your favorite Disney princess? The princess who will hug the child the longest because she knows that they need it. Oh, I, so so Belle, maybe, uh, maybe that would be actually. And she she starts like listing off various Disney princesses. <laughs> it, was it couldn't it couldn't be Elsa. She can't hug people that long. Uh, Corgan uh, runs up with you. Uh, yeah, uh, if you need, uh, bro, if you need a squatter, a spotter, I, I'd spot for you too, man. You know my my uh, look. Uh, you you work a club uh, club uh, double D's, right? Double D's nuts. Oh yeah, every once in a while, usually on Tuesdays, Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah. Look, you know that they've got that rare NFT warrior back there too. You know, uh, is that like a football thing? You don't know it. Oh, you ne- have you never minted an NFT warrior? Huh. Let me tell you, bro, about the 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 values of it. Corgan is going to try to sell you on NFTs. Uh, please roll a wisdom saving throw to not die from boredom. <laughs> oh, not bad. Uh, so 14. You can fully tune him out if you want. Yeah, no. As It's kind of like when Mortimer starts talking about video games. It's just like like um, the uh, uh, like the Spike TV uh, theme from like the 2000s starts playing in his head. Uh, Summer comes by and she says, Corrigan, go, go somewhere else for a little bit. Hey, Strombo, you know the means just for the cameras, right? Uh, okay. Aren't the cameras on us right now? Right, but those aren't the those aren't the real cameras. Those are the side cameras. I'm figuring maybe you know everyone's so mean to you, we can make an alliance. An alliance, huh? Yeah. What does that mean? Do you mean like literally? What does the word mean? Because sometimes I can't tell with you. <laughs> He looks, his eyes are very <laughs> wide and confused. <laughs> exactly. Well, I have a project that might need a little muscle coming up, and I know you're the kind of man for that kind of job. I'd love right. to get you involved. You said muscle. I'm following. Awesome, Strombo. <laughs> I'll talk to you about it later. And she kind of like waltzes off. Mortimer, I'm coming back. <laughs> I uh, I catch up with uh, 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 I catch up with Walker. Yeah, uh, to get to the gym. Yeah, he's he's already he's like stripping out of his uh, suit as he walks, but like in like a very dignified way. He's like undoing buttons with each step. Yeah. Very like yeah, it's like James sort of... Bond undressing. Yeah, kinda. I was gonna yeah. say yeah. exactly. Bum 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 bum, and he's he's got his workout suit underneath. <laughs> Let's get going. Got to, got to at least do fifty. Also, like pristine white, perfect. Yeah, hundred percent spotless. 